This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Seventy-seven WABC. I'm exhausted, and I have to maintain some strength because I have to go to the 9-11 Memorial Park and beat down tourists who take pictures and smile this afternoon in between the dentist and my dinner with the mayor. Very, and it's hot out, too, so that makes it even more difficult. But yelling back and forth with uh, Peter King, who's, who's wrong about everything. I mean, genius and a lovely guy. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm right there with Woody, my favorite politician ever. He's not right about anything. I just hope he wasn't smiling. No. <laughs> Look, he's smiling. Thank you. Okay. So Ian Eagle is not just the play-by-play voice of the Brooklyn Nets. He's got the NFL on CBS, college basketball on CBS. I think he does laundry once a week with Maria Sharapova, I think. I don't know. His son is brilliant. Son's really good on the air, just like his father. But my uh, my experience with Ian is when Mike and the Mad Dog would vacation, Mark Chernow put the two of us together. It was genius. Ian and Sid, or Sid and Ian. And we would fill in for Mike and the Mad Dog. And we'd spend five hours talking about just complete nonsense. We broke down nothing. No real strong opinions. One show we did three hours on Sean Bradley. I don't even know what the hell we talked about. But every time I listen to this guy, he makes me laugh. He is, as I said many times, and I'm pretty good at this. I got useless information up the wazoo. The king of useless information is Ian Eagle. So with that said, here he is, the brilliant voice of the Nets and many other things, Ian Eagle. What an intro. Yeah. Oh, what? what just <laughs> genius, genius level. It was right. <laughs> you put you put so much time and thought into it. That's that's yeah. what affects me so emotionally. Yeah, no, that's not true. I mean, I actually put no time and uh, no thought into it. <laughs> I mean, none of it. Maria Sharapova, Sean Bradley. Uh, who knew would what would actually come out of your mouth? Well, this is your life. This is not my life. I know. This is my, that's the sad part. Right. You're the guy doing tennis. You're doing tennis. You're doing video games. Yeah. You're doing tennis. What are you doing? I'm thinking as you're doing the intro, he's right. I, <laughs> this, this is about it. There's not much more to it, sadly. No, no. You, I, I really believe, and I don't say this just because I love you, because I do love you. And I love Mike Green, too, but I, you and I uh, are on a different level. I really believe that in terms of diversity, when it comes to play-by-play, you're the best of the generation. You do tennis, basketball, football. You're the voice in uh, video games. And by the way, your son is is a mensch, and he's great on the air, too. But you may be the best, maybe the best ever. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. No? I, 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 don't, I don't have any rankings. I, no? I just want you to say it again. Just say it all again. <laughs> You don't do all that stuff anymore, though. Still, do you like these other like ten? You do? Yeah, I do other stuff. Sure. What like do you what? Think? I'm, I'm just sitting here watching Saved by the Bell for uh, four straight yes. hours. I, I actually do. I actually no. I actually yeah. Kelly Kapowski was great. <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. Well, why do you do all these other things? I mean, how much money do you really need? Oh I, my! <laughs> this is such a deeper, deeper issue. Who knew that this was going to be become a. The psychiatry segment. <laughs> what motivates you right. to work? Yeah. 
Every day, everywhere. I mean, I, you know, you got this beautiful family, and then I put on the TV, there's Ian, he's in Cincinnati doing a Bearcat-Tulsa game, and the next day he's doing a net, you know, Memphis Grizzly game, and he's got the Browns and the Jaguars. It's an unbelievable life you've made for yourself. Oh, man. Yeah, one day, one day I'll go to an island. I'll just have drinks with umbrellas in them and... And call into your show. That'll be it. That, you, you, can, you, you can do that now. You can go to Staten Island or Long Island. <laughs> they, they love me there. <laughs> I have to tell you, your basketball team is, it's, a, it's an unbelievable story. Uh, look, now, this is just for me. You don't have to opine on this. I don't like Kyrie Irving. In fact, no Jewish people in New York like Kyrie Irving. And, <laughs> and, and I wasn't a big fan of Kevin Durant either. I thought he was a malcontent. He didn't want to be here. He was very unhappy. So I thought when they traded these guys, it was a good thing. But I also thought when they traded them, they'd never win a game ever again, ever again. And they won a bunch of games. First of all, this kid Bridges, it's not good. He's magnificent. Yeah, so I don't know about you, but I was pretty surprised when the Nets played down the stretch. Yeah, I, I think when you get rid of big names, what, what we normally see is teams then fall apart and start over and try to build it up brick by brick. What Sean Marks did in these moves, he remained competitive, and he obviously felt good about the guys he was bringing in and the chemistry that they could form. But I don't know if he had any idea that it would get to this level where these guys like playing with one another there is a, a certain uh, real continuity to how they play. Are they world beaters? Are they going to shock the world here? No. But can they go out and be competitive in a postseason series against Philadelphia? I think they can. Philly's really talented. There's no doubt that this is the time for Philly. If it doesn't happen now, then you're going to see huge changes on the 76ers team. This is what it's been leading to, to finally have a chance to win a championship. Although, I don't know if most NBA pundits have picked Philadelphia. No. There's more no. goodwill with Milwaukee, with right. Boston, yeah. Cleveland, and the Knicks have gotten a lot of attention. Philly is in a different category of, yeah, been there, done that. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how, how the Nets handle themselves. There's enough playoff experience in on this roster to feel good about these guys actually coming together and, and doing something. Bridges went to the finals. Cam Johnson went to the finals. Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, Western Conference finals. There's something to that. That's important to have had that experience and now go out and try to get it done together. They were swept, I believe, and I don't care about this. It means nothing because you've seen countless examples just two years ago. The Knicks had great success against the Hawks during the regular season, and they beat them once yep. in the playoffs. But they were swept by the Sixers this year, right? They were. They were. Uh, two of the games were, like, down-to-the-wire finishes. One game was a little bit more of a standout win for Philly, and then the last game was irrelevant. It was the last game of the season. Nobody played. It was backups against backups. And obviously, uh, you had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in the first couple of meetings. So it's hard to take the season series and try to apply it in, in this postseason series. What do you think about moving forward, regardless of what happens here with Philly? Again, it's a, it's a tall order. Even the Nets have been playing much better basketball than we could have imagined. 
uh, if it's over, when it's over, it's going to be over. They're not going to win the NBA championship. Uh, what do you think, uh, Cy, this net organization does moving forward? They tried to get the big names. And at one point they had, you know, Durant and Irving and Simmons. They even had uh, Blake Griffin. I mean, they, they had, uh, you know, the, the kid from uh, San Antonio. What was his name? The uh, Aldridge. They had all these superstars on this team, and they didn't win. What do you think the direction is moving forward for Brooklyn? Yeah, obviously James Harden was part of that list too. Right, that's that right. Was, yeah. yeah, that was the group that they thought could win a championship. And by the way, if they stayed healthy, there's a pretty good chance they would have won the championship. They were dominating Milwaukee in that series, and then uh, things turned when uh, Kyrie Irving went down with the injury. Harden wasn't himself. Durant was a toe away, a Sergeant Holka away from beating the Milwaukee Bucks in Game 7. If his foot is behind the three-point line, they win the game. Uh, Mike Budenholzer probably gets fired by the Bucks, and Giannis Adetokounmpo may have asked for a trade. Like hmm. The sliding doors concept of that one play in the NBA that can change fates and legacies and futures is, is amazing when, when you really think of it. Uh, moving forward, I think, uh, Sid, their goal will be Obviously, make a decision in regards to the current players. Cam Johnson will be a free agent. I believe they'd like to keep him. There's a team out there that might offer him a, a ton of money in free agency where the Nets will have to make a call on if they want to match or if they want to go in a different direction. And I do think they're going to look to try to bring in another star with Mikel Bridges. And the difference between the last go-around, as you alluded to, with Kyrie and Durant and Harden, yeah, the questions were always, all right, are they long-term? Do they really want to be here? If there is some form of a bump in the road, are they just going to pack up and leave? And eventually we got that answer. I think the difference this time around is Bridges now feels like a part of it. This right. is a team that wanted him. They're giving him a chance to be a star, and there's a buy-in now from him and the other guys on this team that they want to be a part of something. It's it's a tough thing in the NBA, as you know. You've got to have stars to win. You've got to have the horses. If right. you don't, you're not going to compete in this league. And a bunch of to, stars. You have to have at least you three. You've got to have the right guys. Right. I think that's, yep. that's what we're learning here, too. Yep. You can't just put together a quote-unquote all-star team and assume it's going to work. It just doesn't doesn't click that way in the NBA. You know, it's funny you say that. It usually does, actually. Like, I was in Miami when we had, we had, I hated that team, but James Wade and Bosch, and it worked. And, and Boston had Allen and Pierce and Garnett, and it worked. And, you know, the Lakers brought in folks, and the Bird Days, the Celtics brought in folks. So I actually disagree. Usually it does work. For some reason, these three psychos in Brooklyn, they couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I, I think in the Miami case, you know, you were there. Uh, Chris Bosh accepted a lesser role. He recognized that of the three, he was going to have to be the guy that uh, that wasn't the focal point. LeBron was the focal point. Even Dwayne Wade also, uh, I think, acknowledged, okay, I got to do some different things for this team. So there has to be an acceptance of a role. Right. The KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, the one year that they won the title, and then the after effects, like for until recently, KG and Ray Allen did not speak. So whatever yeah. In, yeah. internal turmoil was created, there's a lot of stuff with ego and where you fit in and the outside world, how they view you, the perception of it. 
So you've got to check a lot of that stuff at the door if you think you can win true. a championship That's doing true. it that way. And none of those three guys were capable of doing that. How much, um, if you had a guess, and it's a hypothetical, of course, because you're not there yet, but... During, uh, I would say four. Four, would okay. Say four. Well, that's I good. Guess. That's good. No, four is a good number because I was going to ask you, during tomorrow's game, 1 p.m. Nets and 76ers, how many minutes <laughs> will you and your partner spend on the Pentagon leaks? So now you've given me four. <laughs> yes, four, four minutes. Probably second quarter. I like to do a lot of that stuff in the second quarter. So, I mean, if you're tuning in, Sidney Arthur, I, I would tell you probably second quarter. See, I think it would be so funny if all of a sudden Ian just broke into, like, <laughs> Pentagon leaks and Biden and Trump and all that out of nowhere. Yeah. Man, your bosses your would love that. Broadcast, your last broadcast ever was really interesting, wasn't it? Well, I will say Man. this. On that note, on the way out, you once said, with me on the air, as you mentioned last broadcast, <laughs> Ian Eagle said on the air the last time we pulled in for Mike and the Mad Dog, he said, and I quote, it's in my book, the reason I love working with Sid is because... You never know if this broadcast will be your last. (laughs) (laughs) It was so raw and real in the moment. That was great. You're a a wonderful guy. You're a tremendous talent, but one of the nicest people. You know who loves you? The man that has now become my sidekick. We lost Bernie, but not only that, runs the best board in the history of radio, the great Lou Rapino. Say hello to Ian Eagle, Lewis. Oh, Oh, my gosh. That's all you need to hear right there. That's how much he loves oh, me. Oh, the best. The I best. miss, I miss Ian. Ian is one of the funniest people you could ever, ever meet. Ever. He's hilarious. And he's just great doing on, CB, on you know, CBS and doing the NBA. He's great. Oh, I miss, miss you, Lou. I miss, miss him, you. too. I miss Ditto. him. It's Ditto, good to hear man. you. Yeah, we love you here, man. You're a big deal in this place, Ian Eagle. You know, I know you think the sports radio stations, you're a much bigger deal here with me and Lou and everybody else, man. So have fun with this series and uh, whatever moving forward. And congratulations. You're a terrific guy. You're great at your job. Your son's beautiful. We love all the Eagles. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love you back, man. It's uh, great talking to you. We'll do it again. You too. too. That's Ian Eagle. You love him, man. Like I mean, He's on the air. I just want to kiss him. I know, you just, it's impossible not to love him. I know, I know. Impossible.